For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Not My Show. We're at Bender's, and it's fun, and we're hanging out uh, here at Counter Offer. Greg just moved around. He doesn't want to be involved in that. Whatever. It's cool.
not my show. Not my show at Benders. Right. Um, Thanks so much. We are Farrell Light from Minneapolis. It feels good and weird to be back in San Francisco. Mostly just weird. Uh, yeah, we got a couple more. Thanks so much for having us.
Avengers on a Saturday night, May 12th, I believe. Uh, how awesome is that? Why don't you go to Avengers more? It's only five bucks. Hear rad fans from Indianapolis. I wish I knew their name. Maybe they'll say it. Not my show.
Thank you so much. but it's not my show. We'll remember later. Okay, bye. Test. Check, 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 check. Cool. Yeah, man. Cool. How's it going, Paulo? What's up, guys? This is uh, your host, Lazy Chalker, with the Here and Meow podcast. Please tune in at pcrcollective.org. Today's guest, a, a childhood friend and classmate of mine, Wally Sandmeyer. Hello there. Wally, how are you doing? Just uh, kind of get your mouth kind of closer. Yeah, you can I adjust know. it. You can adjust it. Um, yeah, man. How was how was parking? I was oh was parking a, a biatch. Yeah, San Francisco parking. It's never been good. And late night on a Saturday, it's just crowded everywhere. Yep, yep. So uh, if you, I think we're about. I'm about ten episodes deep into this podcast, and is that right? Hope you guys are enjoying that. What did I do today? Um, I uh, had lunch with Wally in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Oakland is dope. Uh, we had we had ramen um, and we had coffee. Don't forget t- the sake. Temescal. Oh, sake as well. Sake as well. Yep. Cold sake. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes people take sake very seriously. The Japanese they do, they take do. sake very seriously. When you go to certain uh, ramen places, they have this one sake that looks like jizz. It's like white <laughs> and thick. It's like white and thick sake that's really cold. 
but it tastes like fucking uh, lychee or something. Huh? You sure? It's yeah, but it looks like, like jizz. A white rice wine or some actual jizz in your cup? It's just like fruity jizz. It's so great. Um, but yeah, guys, I got some records. I got a selection of records I picked up. Um, and yeah, I'm nothing on my mind currently. Uh, the time 10:03 p.m. Great. So, um, let's talk. Wally, how's it? Let's talk about living in Oakland. No? Let's let's do that. Living in Oakland? Living in Oakland yeah. isn't half bad. I mean, everyone tells me that it's getting gentrified, but I don't really know about that. I suppose it is, but from what I can tell, Oakland is really nice right now. So many community projects going on. Yeah. I live right near the lake, so it's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. There is a motorcycle on the sidewalk. Dude, there's a guy. Oh, my God. These mics are excellent, huh? Yeah, these are dope, right? They are. Are they dope? Yeah. Yeah, so Wally, um, we went to uh, St. Timothy's Middle School together. Oh, don't promote that. They don't need Oh, yeah, they need to know that (laughs) shit. Who cares about our past? Let's talk about... Catholic school paths? Yeah, no one needs to know about that. We can erase that already. There were some cool things about Catholic school, for sure. This is my second guest. Uh, My first guest was... uh, Cliff, you heard Cliff, and uh, Wally is my new guest. Happy to be here. Yeah, great. Middle school is dope. So, so in middle school, like our uniform was a uh, corduroy. It was corduroy and like a white collared shirt with a sweatshirt over it. Yeah, and I think it was corduroy and a polo and a sweater. Weird stuff for a Catholic school, but yeah. And in in a on a physical education days of course we had like a like a butch lesbian uh teacher i think her name was uh mrs uh tafoya yeah she, her name was miss tafoya and we'd wear on pe days we wore sweatpants white collared shirts and a sweatshirt and i remember the corduroy pants were kind of expensive and sometimes the poor kids in the class would always wear sweatpants yeah, yeah like mark because they couldn't afford the uh, corduroy <laughs> pants and we get our uniforms from dennis and when you're driving over uh the overpass on 11th street you can see a dennis uniform but some kids were too poor to afford the corduroy pants they were yeah <laughs> Fortunately, I had two <laughs> pairs of corduroy, so I considered myself a high roller. But you're forgetting, I was only there for first through fourth grade, so yeah. I don't remember too much of it anymore. Yeah. There's something weird about church in, in middle schools. Uh, in our middle school church, I would always pop an erection uh, oh my God. In, the, in the church. I don't know why. Maybe it was like the stained glass on the windows. Was it like the... That's just a beautiful ray of light. The wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like... Oh, the stained glass. The sun coming through the stained glass is making me so hard. Or maybe you just love Jesus. Yeah. What did you, uh, when you were, we'd have confession, of course. Uh, these are my confessions. Oh, we don't want to get uh, sure. Um Yeah, well, we'd have confessions, and the priest was always like some, like, Filipino dude. Uh, they were always weird and creepy, but... I think confession booths are very awkward, especially in, there's a lot of cool games like Hitman, the video game, like, uh, he would go to a confession booth in like Florence and it'd be so sick. There's like confession booths are so unique. There's like a, there's like a, there's like a separation between you. You can't 
see the priest, all you hear is his voice. It's supposed to yeah. be a religious experience. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you went to confession one day and you're like, odd experience. Yeah. You're like, I murdered some kid. <laughs> and then the priest is like 1000 Hail Marys, 1000 Our Fathers and uh, do your homework. See, I always wonder about that. <laughs> Did the fathers ever report crimes that they hear from people in confession? I assume they would for someone where it gets to a certain level, but yeah. I've never heard of it. I mean, I would usually say, like, hey, man, I'm trying to quit watching porn. I, I jerk off. But I'm sure priests jerk off, for sure. They can't get but, married. yeah, they can't. If some kid is like, oh, I, I, uh, I'm planning to shoot up the school, uh, tomorrow of course the priest is gonna tell the teacher or the principal yeah yeah but what would would you confess about in the in the the confession booth one time i once stole one of those bionicles from the nearby toy store oh shit bad about it felt Mm. really bad at it third grade i mean it was worth it it was the green one and that guy was sick and it wasn't just the original bionicles it was the one where you press the thing on the back and the head shoots forward. Ooh, bionicles were cr- were fucking chronic and and yeah. so great because you turn them like three hundred. There was a button on the back of it. It would turn and the like, arms would swing and people. There was a there was them. a button on the back of it that would turn three hundred sixty degrees. This was like Fall Raven backpacks before Fall Raven backpacks. I don't even These know bionicles. what Fall Raven is. Uh, Fall Raven is a. They have like multicolored German bags that you wear on your back, and they look really gay and stupid. But do they have a dial you can twist? And yeah, there's a, something you can twist. People when they wear them, they're like, "I'm a bionicle wearing a Fall Raven backpack." Mm. But they're gay, like Swedish or German backpacks that people uh, hipsters wear because they claim they're cool uh but bionicles man i I love bionicles i had there were so many colors the green one you're talking about was like uh was like green and light green correct i believe so yeah lots of toys i think it was the poison one because i don't remember but it was the guy in the jungle yeah it's kind of funny that was a great campaign that Bionicles was crazy Lego, bones. Lego has always done so well, but yeah, crazy bones. That was like the yeah. collectible fucking marbles of our generation. Yeah, dude. I remember my middle finger and my nail would actually like get a little <laughs> like bruised. I would bruise my fucking nails when I was playing with crazy bones. Got intense. You have to flick it hard. Yeah. There was this place in Cemetery called uh, Zany Brainy. Zany Brainy. Oh my god, I love that place. That's ah, gone now. But we can still put in the plug for Zany Brainy. If there are any out there, y'all should definitely check out Zany Brainy. They yeah. had some great toys. What are kids playing with today? I don't I don't Fortnite. know. Oh fuck, that sucks. <laughs> Does not compare to crazy bones, man. I don't know shit about our children's generation other than uh Fortnite. Baby shark, 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 shark. Baby shark, oh, shark, yeah, shark. Remix mommy shark, 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 shark. Mommy shark. I think shark. it's baby shark. Do 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 yeah, do do do. Baby shark. Do 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 do. Baby shark. shark. Yeah. Mama. I don't want to vibe with you too hard on this podcast, but I hope we talk it. I'm uh, I'm playing my uh, recently acquired records tonight. Oh, what are they? <laughs> some uh, <laughs> so have some. I got a, I got a flume. I got some recently acquired records. Flume, fucking flume, huh? From uh, Battaglia, Mike Battaglia. Um, oh, uh, no, but I have a, a George Benson record uh, recently acquired. Uh, 
Well, why are we talking? Let's put one of these on. Now we're going to talk a little bit more. We got time, oh, okay. dude. Okay. Okay. 10 hours. It's 10, 11. I thought you were about to say 10 hours. We got 10 hours here in this booth. Oh, my God. We don't have dude. enough records, man. Dude, yeah. And I don't have that many things to say. Yeah. I start, I start, no, person. just, you're my co-host. You're my co-host, Wally Sandmeyer. And yeah, he's, it doesn't mean I'm very interesting. Wally, okay. Say. Yeah, Wally's like 6'3", is wearing a watch. So yeah. just picture a 6'3", white guy wearing a watch and just connect the dots from there. White guy face type three. <laughs> <laughs> Basic white guy face type three, yeah. Face type three. Yeah, you're... Your uh your face would come up in the uh in the default for a creating of an NBA live character. Huh. Right. Like a white right. NBA live character. Have you described yourself on this podcast yet? Dude, I that's why I have a go a guess because I talk too much about myself a ghost. and my recently acquired records. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, but should we get into current events or something? Oh yeah, I'd love that shit. Alright, current yeah. events, Game of Thrones is over and I'm upset. But Oh yeah, time. that's all I really have to say. About GOT. That. I know there were some people that were so upset about the ending, and I am too. But I'm glad it was. We at least got it an ending. Yeah, I don't know anything about Game of Thrones. I'm not a. I know it's. Uh, it's excellent, but it's great. They got ahead of the books. Only the fifth book is out. There are supposed to be two more. What is that? What is that chair with fucking like sharp dildos on it? Uh, oh, swords. Oh, it, come on. Know what that. is that thing called? It's the throne. It's the Iron Throne. It was made out of melted swords of the people they conquered. That's what they're all fighting for. Oh God, for. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> if I was alive during GOT, I would I would have been beheaded like ten years ago. Oh yeah. For being an asshole and a jerk. I would say one snarky comment and then just die. Is that how it works? Like, if a king is like, "Hey, fucker, you said something out of line," they'll like be like. Guards, take him and behead him on the guillotine. Yeah, there's a king exactly like that, Joffrey. Well, actually, a lot of kings are fucked up. But so shit talking was definitely like not okay. Well, these are my recently acquired records. Uh, so shit talking was not okay during those days. Oh yeah. I know that. that the real Game of Thrones is uh, um, uh, is like uh, the War of the Roses. No, no, it was filmed in New Zealand. I think it was in Ireland, but they might have done shooting in New Zealand. Yeah. They did Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where, like, they have the Hobbit, like, fucking Shire where you can go visit. Yeah. New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Nice. All like blacks. Again. Hey, don't insult that rugby team. That rugby team is amazing. They have the Haka. <sighs> yeah, do you know the the Haka? The Haka. No. God damn, dude. The Haka. I don't know. Holy shit. How to say it. Yeah, it's intimidating, but it's so cool to see. If anyone doesn't know what that is, look up H A K A Haka, yeah. on YouTube. The All Blacks rugby team says. Way to get hyped up for an event. Usually for this event, like this podcast, I usually just drink like a flask of Smirnoff and smoke cigarettes. That, but I'm sober now. That's less almost a haka. Definitely <laughs> less. Let us my hipster haka, some alcohol and cigarettes. Mm. But I'm not gonna smoke and drink tonight because it's. Just don't want to. Okay. Recently acquired records. Uh, High on life and music. Yeah, dude. It's I, it's funny. Like this, I'm kind of into. Oh, I'm kind of into music. This is like a music podcast for sure. <laughs> so I've been shooting. Uh, I've been shooting YouTube videos. Um, mm -hmm. and uh, I kind of talk about just like my life as a music blogger, and 
in a video, I was complaining about my Apple products acting up a little bit. Do you own Apple products at all? I have an Apple, what is it like? Airbook. I have an Apple Airbook, and it's pretty nice. Oh, an Airbook. Yeah. Well, my phone is an Android. I was, in a video, in a recent video, I was bitching about my Apple products acting up, and I'm, is that so? I'm kind of more humbled now, and I'm like, hmm, I'm, imagine just like a, a poor family just drinking apple juice with their dinner. They can't afford Mac products. <laughs> That's no. sad. They're poor. They're drinking apple juice, Martinelli's, and guess what? They can't afford Apple products. Mm. Sometimes the kids are at dinner and the parents are like, hey, sorry, there's not enough food. We ordered uh, chow mein and and sweet and sour pork, but there's none left for you. Chow mein, sweet and sour pork, and apple juice. Go back to your, go back to your room. Oh, my God. Yeah. One time, I was so broke that for dinner, I got hungry. You were wait. That's a weird statement. You were so broke for dinner that you got hungry. Yeah. Well, or or you could say I went yeah. to bed. I'm like you, where'd you go for dinner last night? Oh, to bed. Yeah. When I had depression, sometimes like instead of like eating, I would just sleep and not eat. Oh, that happens. Yeah, that's sad, dude. It is. It's fucking sad. Well, let's bring it back out of that sadness. Yeah. But because it's also a good way to lose weight, apparently, but probably not. I think that's a hoax. Yeah. Totes. Totes my goats. Do you listen to podcasts at all? And like, I know that there's many podcasts. A few. I really like Welcome to the Night Vale or Welcome to Night Vale. Oh. It's a podcast where everything is a conspiracy theory. Oh, like everything. a conspiracy theory. It makes people no say sense. the Illuminati is fake. Uh, that shit is as real as uh, uh, as real. They are real. I don't think they have nearly as much power as people say they do. If there's if there's any company or organization that has their shit together, it is the Illuminati. They they can control most things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's weird what they can do. If someone came up to me and said they were in the Illuminati, I'd probably not believe them. But if they had the right vibe, there's a good chance I definitely would. Yeah, Illuminati is like. all the best people are in it, pretty much. Well, define best. Like Johnny Depp is in it. Johnny no. Depp's in it. No. Yeah, dude, he's he's in it. Johnny Depp's in it. Where did you hear that? Seth Rogen's in it. Uh, Fred and Carrie are in it. Why would they let those people in the Illuminati? Because they got Skittles on their shit. Everyone has skills, man. Everyone is is innately. Everyone innately has recently acquired records, and everyone has skills, but. When people take their skills to the next fucking level, come to the Illuminati, join us, join our triangle. I just figured the Illuminati was all about politics. I could see why they would control people like that, but let them into the Illuminati. After see. feeling the strength of the Illuminati, I have lost faith in spirituality. Um, you only believe I've, in the Illuminati, not yeah. I, I I'm totally totally just gung ho about just the Illuminati. That's it's so powerful and and so crazy and so powerful and they got their shit down would you join given the opportunity i'd join that shit fuck yeah yeah but what if you were sworn to secrecy had to completely change your life and live by their rules for the rest of your life yeah um, let's let us expose the illuminati in this podcast um i'm pretty sure <laughs> people more capable than us have tried yeah yeah i and think we it's, haven't heard from them i think since. it's like uh, a thing they do a thing they do in the illuminati they're like all right guys 
if this is the Illuminati talking about me, they're like, all right, guys, Paolo's 26 and is pretty dang funny. Let's. He's a threat. Yeah, he's a threat to the Illuminati. No, they'll, they'll, uh, when, when weird things are happening in your life, uh, for example, imagine I'm in Hayes Valley doing cocaine and uh, doing uh, Bikram yoga in the middle of the street. Cocaine and yoga at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so so here's here's kind of a, uh, the main trick of the Illuminati. So I'm 26 years old. I have a gram of, of Latino Coke, and I'm doing Bikram yoga on the street, on the sidewalk. Okay. The Illuminati, all the cool guys and the cool guys and girls in the Illuminati, they'll be like, guys, feel this. You what does that? What does that mean to the the Illuminati? I'm doing Bikram yoga with a gram of coke who, in Hayes Valley. Who is and the Illuminati this? is like, guys, feel this. Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, Fred, Kerry, Aziz, feel this. Aziz, feel this Aziz moment. Sorry. Yeah, feel this. I think you're just naming a comedy group here. No, I'm not just naming people. I'm saying that's what the Illuminati does. They'll be like, all right, guys, feel this. When when you hear the when you hear the term feel this, what is? What the fuck was that? Oh, that was a oh though. I'm not sure, but it was ominous at the. That right was someone time. with a with no hand playing a guitar. Like, Feel this. Take my strong hand. Hey, <laughs> bar. Um, if you say "feel this," talking about a crazy guy on the street, I would think you're about to drop a really good insult on that guy. Like, oh, what is he doing? Feel this. You're about to roast him. I don't have one on yeah. the top of my head, but yeah, all the cool people in the Illuminati are like, "Feel this, guys." <laughs> Is that is that their feel the power, feel the strength, <laughs> the strength of the <laughs> cocaine yogi, cocaine Bikram, oh the Bikram, the Bikram, because yeah. you know Bikram is really healthy for you, so it balances out. Yeah, make you sweat. Fucking Bikram's usually in a in a heated room. It's San Francisco. Everyone knows. Yeah, the yoga lingo, yoga, uh, chakra. Uh, they'll say things like. Sometimes in yoga classes, they'll do like this, uh, recently cried records. Uh, they'll, uh, they'll, uh, play, they'll do a Shavasana, not Shavasana, but they'll, Shavasana, yeah, that's a, well, that's the one where you fucking lay down like a pencil. I'm, but at some studios, they do this like dope ass accordion remix of some Indian, him or something before the class like some spiritual yogi at the front of the class they'll they'll pull out an accordion and do some type of uh like uh, very spiritual indian remix of spiritual accordions yeah and i'm like you should have chosen a meditation bowl or a fingernail guitar uh but they use an accordion i'm like uh, italians use accordions not indians and they, there's like notes on the accordion, and there's like, it looks like a typewriter. I want to go to this accordion Bikram cocaine yoga. That sounds fun. <laughs> like that just sounds so eclectic. Yeah. Open up whatever chakra is left. Maybe go past the seven up to my eighth chakra, which is sacral. It's all about the sh the sacral. Your sacral chakra is like right under your belly button and in your hips. Mm. It represents the. Uh, your sexuality and your base think, energy, right? In your base energy, your root chakra, sacral. So going up from the bottom, so just so just so we're all aware of what I think. I correct me if I'm wrong. This is yeah. what I've learned about chakras. Red is at the bottom. I'm assuming that's yeah. sacral. Then it's orange, yellow, green. I know green is at your heart. Yeah. Then light blue. I think that's your throat. And the third eye is like an indigo. 
and yeah, above and your okay. forehead. And wow, dude, you got the color. Bro's got I just the remember, colors. And then there's the magenta one at the top. I just remember the colors, but they're all You just pulled the out the massive preset KSD. There's a there's a synth preset called Colors, and it pushes foam like... Uh, that's music talk, but... Yeah, the sacral chakra is all about like uh, passion and sexuality, and it's orange and lots of energy from your sacral root chakra. Um, a lot of it is a lot of it is uh, feeling feeling your your life and your and your energy in your hips, and you can almost push down on your on your hips to like I I usually push down on my like my thighs. Like my my groin area, I, I push it down because in orange chakra there's lots of rising. Uh, I've noticed in your sacral chakra energies rise, fluctuate up and down. Uh, so you need to like keep it centered and push it down. Actually, like feel it push down, and it almost feels like um, you're on drugs sometimes. That's fun. Yeah. To what do you know about chakras? Not much. I you're you're a white face type three with a uh, six three with a uh, with a tag hero hey, watch. Hey, I am more than just what my body looks like. Yeah, but what else do you know about chakras and energy? I thought that they were just very specific pressure points where nerves meet up. I feel like there's pressure points where energies. People say, oh. That person has a great energy. I love their aura, but it's mm. true. Yeah, certain people people just feel like it's, colors. It's probably the mo your energy and your chakra is probably the most constant thing that you. Here's a question. Yeah, yeah, totally. What's your favorite color? Orange. And then, okay, great. That, I was about to ask. Was like, how does that line up with your idea of chakras? And you were journey. just describing the orange journey. Uh, journey. Um, I think. Oh shit, there's the Jesus poster with glitter on it. Oh shit, my mic. Okay, there you go. What did you say about orange chakra? What'd you say? You just said your favorite color was orange. And orange, yeah, that, orange. You were talking about the sacral chakra, which you says yeah. orange and red. So that's what I think when people say auras, they can compare. Yeah, for me, orange chakra is okay, I live my life to its best ability, but. Uh, in orange chakra, uh, I thought you were lazy chakra. Yeah, that's my. You're tuning in at the PCRCollective.org. This is your host, Lazy Chakra, with the Here and Meow podcast. Yeah, the, so orange chakra is. It's like a. For me, it's okay. I try to live my best life, mm. and have an orange chakra means you are innately noticed, but. When you do possess any chakra from the spine to your third eye, uh, we take ownership of that color, of that energy, of that strength or weakness. And what happens is, is that when you do focus on your energy and your chakra, um, people will start to notice you. Hmm. People will start to notice you and notice something special about your energy. And what does that mean for us with the ownership of Adober, of of our energy? You know, we need to not just harness our energy, but we need to we need to know that it's that things people notice things about us. We all have yeah. energies. We all have chakras. What um, I think is really important that plays into this. And have you ever heard of synesthesia? Uh, no, tell me. Synesthe Enlighten me. Synesthesia is when you have 
your senses get mixed up so you'll hear yeah. so when you listen to music you'll actually hear the notes playing in, or you'll see colors in, or you when you smell something you'll be reminded of looking back on a memory so i think a lot of what people do when you meet someone and you associate their energy how they're acting with a color mm -hmm. i think that's what people mean by auras it's really kind of a minor synesthesia thing of course there are people out there who will eat something and immediately feel i don't know pain in their knees or something like that they just get totally. the wiring gets crossed and i gotta think that when people mean when people talk about their auras or the aura of a person it's something in their brain where they just that idea of that person the way they act or those behaviors got associated with this color so i think that's where the idea of colors for chakra or auras came it doesn't actually discredit it to me it just explains where it comes from and i think that gives a really solid basis for people getting a feeling and then i think oracles and all those people that can like read chakras it's really just them being very well associated yeah. with drawing those connections yeah yeah, chakra is, is totally a connection between things in your life and your feelings and your connection with people in the world. Very probably. Oh, no, yeah. There's this gay guy. Some fuckers are whistling outside. Carnival's tomorrow, motherfuckers. Latinos, whistle tomorrow. No whistling tonight, little spicks. Carnival? Yeah, carnival. carnival. Wow, that is loud. I think the best thing about Mexicans is the conga drum and the marimba whistle. That is the best thing about Mexicans? Mexicans got their percussion down fucking hard. Let's talk about Mexicans, yeah. So that's Chakra. You're tuning in at PCRcollective.org, the Hear and Meow podcast. Yeah, that's Chakra Talk. Fuck Chakras. Fuck it. Over it. Over it. We're over that convo. On the next one. Burritos. On to the next one. Hey, you were saying in the car like you'd be my uh, my backup MC. You'd say something like Lambo. Or something. Lambo. What is that? Just the hot man in the background. Um, Lambo. Tell that girl. Like Lamborghini. You know. <laughs> Lamborghini. Hell yeah. Yeah. You can rap, and I will just be the Nate Dog in the background. Like what a do. Nate Dog's dead. That is a recently acquired record. Hmm. Yeah, uh, fucking Mexicans, dude. They got their percussion down. They got their whistles down. They got colors of fruit down. Yellow, orange, red. Mexican. Latinos. I feel like you're getting, you're towing the line of some racist territory here. Dude, this is FCC free, so we can say whatever <laughs> the fuck we negotiator. I don't know what that is, but okay. Negotiator is a black person that negotiates. Um, oh, damn. But let's talk about Latinos, man. We're n both not Latinos. I'm Latino. I, I'm so a Filipino. And according to Anthony Bourdain, Filipino seasick is the best pork in the world. Hell yeah. And uh, let's talk Latinos, man. T tomorrow, current events. You were talking about that. Uh, tomorrow is carnival. I don't know a what thing do you about know? carnival. What do you know about Latino? What is your impression? As a white person, what do you feel about <laughs> How do you feel about Mexicans and Latinos? I grew up in San Diego. My grandmother is Spanish and grew up in Tijuana. So I have a very fond opinion of them. Oh, tell me. Tell me a little bit about a little more. What do you want to say? They're just people. Well, I know that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not throwing a throwing a bait for they racist have, commentary. But I will say this: growing up in San Diego, getting a machaca the burrito in the morning, I have never had a better breakfast food. Machaca burritos. It's like this pulled steak 
Yeah. Egg, cheese, hash brown, same. I actually spent time in San Diego uh, two weeks ago. I was there for two days. Maybe we can talk about San Diego. Yeah. Um, Love San Diego. I stayed at an Embassy Suites, and everyone loves Embassy Suites. So Very here's, a little, hotel here's a little there. story. I, I filmed a video of me running in Embassy Suites. Every kid has done that. How, did you run? Because Embassy Suites is like a huge square with levels, <laughs> and, the, and the lanes for like the balconies are like 100 meters long. I ran down them. That's intense. You run, you've run. you ran in uh, Embassy Suites before, right? Uh, I have a similar story. I don't think I've ever run through the hallways of Embassy Suites, but I've done something very similar. Dude, kids do that shit. So kids, well, okay. if you're listening, I'll take you to Kumon. Um, you're going to take a bunch of kids to a hotel in San Diego. To do Kumon, yeah. What's, oh, Kumon is that learning service. Yeah. But here, I got, I got a story. For, yeah, so. I, I have a story after you, so I'll, okay. I'll remember it. Yeah. This is this is about running. <laughs> this is running. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go we ahead. Got go Cardi ahead. B up in here. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is back in college, freshman year. Our dorm, yeah. Thurston Hall, this is in Washington, D.C. at the George Washington University, was one big square. And all the engineers, we were put up the very top floor and just kind of left to our own devices. No one wanted to hang out with the engineers. All the other poli-sci students on all the eight floors below us, they wanted to go out to the frats. All the engineers stayed on the top floor, and we just invented weird-ass games. So this one, nice. this one was amazing. Everyone gets in a sleeping bag, and you have to wrap it all the way above the shoulder so only your face is showing, and you have to hop around the entire wall. And, what, and it's a race, so about nine Maybe probably less than nine, but we'd have these people hopping around the entire hallway. Whenever place you got, that's how many shots you had to take. And the kicker yeah. was people would open their dorm room doors and throw shit at us as we were running. So oh, every now God. and then you'd just be like hopping, 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 and then a shoot of the face. <laughs> yeah. It was a good game. You definitely tell stories like a white person. That's how white people tell stories. <laughs> What do you mean by that? Excited to tell us? No, story? no, just like uh, the the setup was. Uh, I'm gonna set you up with perennial. Uh, that was dude sick. I set you up you, with you, all uh, the necessary background information. Yeah, that was great. I have a story about. I was in San Diego. Lay it down. And I was at Embassy Suites. This is my story. So, growing up in Embassy Suites, uh, some kid would throw a birthday party. For example, Evan mm-hmm. Aguilar. Well, just theoretically, I remember. you know Evan. I remember him. Evan is brute as fuck. Um, so Evan throws a party, and we order a porno in the Embassy Suites room. 12-year-old boys, probably like 10 or 12 of us, we're all popping boners underneath uh, blankets, and we're watching this porn. Okay. Okay, so... Weird fucks, but... So, okay, okay yeah. So we, we're all like, all right, guys, we're all done uh, watching porn in the Embassy Suites room. It was kind of cool and made me horny. Let's all go to the pool. And the parents are at the pool. The parents are at the pool. The parents are at the party. The parents have like Mai Tais, gin and tonics, uh, mask on mules at mm-hmm. the pool. And we're all dressed up. And my Tongan friend, C.O.C., you know C.O.C.? I don't remember him. Okay, he's our Tongan classmate. Um, I think you transferred after that. But my dad, actually, we were at the pool and he pantsed my Tongan friend. So when a, when a kid is at, embassy, at the Embassy Suites pool, you're wearing swimming shorts. Nothing underneath, I must Nothing underneath, just your penis. And my dad pantsed him. Pantsed him, and it was so funny. You see his little brown dick, and everyone laughs. But that's the story. This is the caveat. This is the caveat. Okay. When men and boys get pantsed, we have a... Uh, 
a muscle memory to cover our penis right away. Mm-hmm. Very true. Why don't women have that uh, muscle impulse to cover their vagina if they get pantsed? If you were, if there were two twelve, if there was a twelve-year-old boy and a twelve-year-old girl standing next to each other at a pool, and they both got pantsed, only the boy would cover his penis. Why would you think that? Why? Why, why would you pants a? Why would you pants a girl wearing swimming shorts? A girl is not going to cover her her private parts if she Wh- gets pants. Why? Why wouldn't she? That's that's the mystery of the story and allegory. Boys that get pants at pools, I think cover making, their penis. I think you're just randomly making assumptions here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But girls never get pants on at pools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great story. Wow. <laughs> It was a good story. Ended with yeah. a weird question. Well, girls usually wear like bikinis or one pieces. I think no. I think just the general population, they're just like, all right, Illuminati, we shouldn't pants girls at pools. Yeah, they only pants boys. That's an immature guy thing. Well, guys are doing it to each other. I don't think girls are often pantsing each other. You don't hear about that too often. Yeah, it's mainly guys pranking other other guys. Yeah, girls are like uh, tampons. Damn it. Men are like, don't pants me, fucker. Pretty much. I guess you could boil down all gender. Oh, dude, another story. Another story about just like men and women. Okay. Um, My cousin was at was at his eighth grade graduation, and this girl in his class was wearing uh, this slutty white dress, and uh, and there were strings on it. There were strings on it, and. My cousin pulled one of the strings from her from from her slutty dress. Guess what he pulled? Her bra strap. A fucking tampon. Oh my god. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. You see a girl in a slutty white lace dress and you pull a string and oh, out comes a tampon. Oh. Great. There's cotton in the atmosphere. Paula, I thought this was a music podcast. <laughs> where, where what what territory are we going into? <laughs> territory. Fucking it's this is my territory. Yeah, it's mutiny. Yeah, PCR Collective's that are. It's like a funny. It's a funny space. I've only been here for like three, four months, but I love it. Mm. I got a prime spot here at ten. I do like this. It's here. dope. Do you like it? I like the space. I like all this art on the wall. You all can't. There's something on the wall that looks like a fucking Pomeranian or something. I think it's a fur hat. It's a fur hat with that looks like a Pomeranian. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, passersby, be quiet. They can't know we're here. Red and yellow, yeah. They're wearing McDonald's colors. Oh my God! You see this? This is a poster on the wall I'm gesturing at. Yeah. Karn from Magic: The Gathering. Just so you know. Is that is that what it is? Yep. Anyone listening to this? Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to your white friends. Yeah. Nerds. Karn is here. In poster. Karn is a Magic the Gathering character. Yep. Wow. We, could, we could get in more into it, but... I know I'm more Pokemon, but he looks like Onyx with, with like, gear. Human Onyx? Human Onyx. Sure. Or Magic Onyx. Yeah. Yeah. He's a silver golem made by uh, Urza. So Urza. That doesn't make any sense to you, and it doesn't really matter in the game, but still, that's what he is. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, my fucking podcast. This podcast. Yeah, uh, 
I didn't really, I was never into podcasts or anything like that, but I stumbled across it. My sister's a couple years back, they were like, oh, have you ever heard this podcast named Serial? It fucking stimulates my uh, mind. Your neurons. Serial. Serial. You know Serial? No, I don't. It's about court cases or some shit. Mm. I don't know shit about it, but it's about court cases and I don't know what's so interesting about it. Well, that, this is, see, the podcast I'm into right now, Welcome to the Nightville, it's excellent. It's a show about Ooh. a tiny U.S. town in the middle of the desert. All that happens is just, the, it's the radio broadcaster giving Nightville their weekly announcements. Ooh. And it is the creepiest shit, but it is an excellent storytelling. <laughs> just like, they're like, he's like, all right, guys, go to the gas station. We have soda pop. We have soda pop. Uh, people wear your cowboy boots, your cowgirl shoes, and we got some uh, milk it's, to it's deliver a, to your uh, front step. It's exactly like that, except you have to throw in a few things. Like, go down to your local gas station to pick up your newly government-issued milk certificate and go take it to the angel at the front door and where you will be given your uh, disease-free mask. And that's just like a Dude, regular fuck. announcement. It's very well, that's that's a bad example. It's but very it's uh, done. very uh, very uh, PVP like questy on that end. Well, all you hear is about there's a parade in town today. It consists of one astronaut, and underneath his helmet is nothing. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole podcast. Just, oh, just announcement after announcement of shit that does not make sense. So they, there's like two mics and two people and they just broadcast is, to the is, city it is one guy saying everyone be on the lookout for the sheriff's secret police if any children get abducted know that they have been they have been recruited for a good cause whoa fuck the sheriff's secret police Watch out for <clears throat> yeah that. i bet police in like uh Edelberg, uh people in uh like uh what is it called empty cities mm. Back, I think the police were really into their badge, like more like nowadays police are more into their like gun and their like utility belts, like baton and gun and their car, of course. But I feel like the badge was like a big police thing back in well, a couple like, of days ago. They're like, I have a silver badge. Well, yeah, because now we actually have all that technology. Now, back then, yeah. you show up on the scene. This is my badge. I'm an officer of the law. Yeah, they'll... The if you get pulled over by highway patrol, they're not showing their badge at you. They're saying, "Hey, fucker, put down your fucking window. You were going too fucking fast. Not flow of traffic. Why the fuck are you doing that?" Is That's that, highway patrol. They like back in the day. Has that been your experience? Back in the day, in like the 1940s, the cops would show you the badge in your eye. They'd they'd like take the badge off their chest and put it two inches away from your face. Where are you getting this information? I've seen it on YouTube. Ah. But cops nowadays, they're like, I have a gun, a Ford vehicle, a nightstick. Let's go intimidate the rest of the world. That's cops. That's cops? Yep. I've met some cops. They're, they're, they've been typically nice people. But again, we grew up in the Bay Area. It's about as progressive yeah. as you can get, except for maybe certain areas. But yeah. We've we've gotten off pretty. Dude, uh, speaking of like legal and like cops and shit, um, there was this thing in Oakland. I saw it on the news. Bless you. It's coming. Look in the light. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, speaking to uh, speaking to people of the black community and black people, there was a story on Channel Seven News, 
and uh, this black guy was on Facebook Live. But the premise to this is that he was in a gang and was on Facebook Live. So what are your thoughts about a gang member having their Facebook Live on on their phone? What was he doing on it? This is what happened. He was shot by the opposing gang while on Facebook Live. So shot. you see some black guy, some nig, some nig with Facebook living in his neighborhood and he gets shot. You hear bullet shots and you just see the phone drop. Damn. So people Facebook living there, make sure not to be in a gang. Well, well, maybe it was good because they might catch the guy now. Maybe they have some more information. Did he like, phone. did he check in into like, I'm on 161st street in Oakland. And was the opposing gang member like, all right guys, 161. He's on Facebook live. Oh, Let's shoot think, him with a pistol. They, you think they use his Facebook live to track him down and shoot him. No, I think he was just on Facebook live and got shot. And then the rest of the Facebook live was shout out to Zuckerberg. Um, the rest of the Facebook live was just the phone on the floor. And all you would hear is his black family, like, crying, like, Jerome got shot. No, Jerome got shot. Yeah, yeah this is. Jerome is dead. Yeah, this is pretty heavy shit, dude. That's fucked up. Well, that's fucked up. You're listening to the Hear Me Out podcast. Tune in at PCRcollective.org. I'm going to bring it to a lighter note. Yeah, let's do, let's talk about cotton balls. Yeah. Cotton balls. No, no, you, new topic. To Wally. Pass it. Okay, so with every with all the politics and shit going on, do you think we'll ever encounter one of those apocalypse scenarios, like where the world is just over, where we have no more natural resources and all the, like the cities collapse? If an atomic bomb came off or something, or yeah, uh, so people are just fighting over the last of the fresh water. Okay, so it's every day is Black Friday, pretty much. <laughs> yeah good comparison that's about as just free uninhibited rage as people get around here what do you so you're saying if if the world were to come to an end is there like a time is there an alarm clock on this like well people have been talking about like the green new deal to get into politics yeah they've been saying unless we make some in really intense changes the world might heat up by four to eight degrees on average but like taking that average over the entire world that literally means we're almost on fire all the natural I'm a bit more optimistic about the world when I think about oh the world how is the world doing plastic though I'm usually like oh the uh, little uh, uh, what are those things called Uh, the little what are those uh, things in Alaska like with the big icebergs penguins no no icebergs sometimes i'm just like polar bears i'm like Seals? the icebergs are melting and the polar bears don't have anywhere to walk yeah no. that's what i think about the world i'm like come on alaska get your shit together your your uh, icebergs yeah. are melting you're rising the, it's you're not ri- just alaska man it's all of us <laughs> we're all fucked the world is no california is like oh i get my fresh bottled water from the crystal spring california is on fire are you kidding me we have so many fires yeah fire Fire. fire so many so many songs like we'll talk about music fire songs that say fire on it fire etta james fire that's a great song etta james she's black yeah etta james elvis presley burning love well he doesn't say fire bruce springsteen hey Says little girl is your daddy home did it go away and leave you all alone boom boom I got a bad Or the fire. the great balls of fire great balls of fire who is that johnny, johnny cash, cash johnny yeah. cash Guys, feel this, yeah. Those are some good oldies, man. Yeah. 
Johnny Cash. Margaritaville. That is In not Margaritaville. <laughs> that is Jimmy Buffett. I Jimmy think. Buffett, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the records you picked up today? Oh, yeah. So I have some recently acquired records. Thanks to Chris Veltry of the Lower Hate. Um, I have a group merchant tote. Sorry to the guys in the Lower Hate. I, uh, I approached all the community leaders in the Lower Hate and friended them. So sorry about that if I fucked up your neighborhood vibe. Um, but yeah, pass me that. Do you want to listen to? Pass me the George Benson record. Well, let's see which one you is. So that's Flume's first album there. Uh, take out the board, George Benson. There George Benson found it. Is there's a song called? Yeah, just take uh, separate the sleeve. But this uh, song is called uh, George Benson. Are there two in there or just one? Because I'm looking for a track called "Give Me the Night." There's a second one in here. Yeah, yeah, pass me that one. Um, give me the night. Yeah, so just talk on the mic real quick while I keep this record. All right. So I actually don't know too much about vinyls, but that is why I'm here. I'm excited to learn about this stuff. I don't know how many listeners. Well, I don't even know how many listeners we have, but I don't know how many of you is our uh, audiophiles. And I'm assuming a good portion of you, because this is San Francisco. Pretty sure we're all just hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we are spinning up a. It's hard to say. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. We, we are spinning up Why a. It oh, it's CD one. It's CD one. We are spinning up a George Benson record. What was the track you were looking for, Apollo? Was it called "This Is the Night"? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a quick sample of that song, and that is it. Yeah. That is all we get to hear of that entire album. Good, good. There you go. <laughs> If you're listening to the Hear Me Out podcast, tune in at pcrcollective.org. Thanks, Wally, for being here. We're going to play some records out, and we'll chat a little bit more. Uh, Radio Ting for y'all. Today. 
Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. 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 We're gonna hit it, split it, liggity, liggity. You're gonna hit that hard and liggity, split it. I can't rap, but I can try to flow. And here comes the song, so I'm no mo. That last record, George Benson, give me the night. Oh, yeah. That last record, George Benson, Give Me the Night. Playing now, Saturday Night by The Commodores.
And we're back. And we're back, man. Yeah, totally. Shout out to Pam Benjamin, the director here at Mutiny. So you just stop by, tune into her podcast. I think it's uh, Wednesdays at 10 a.m., the AltaCast. I love Pam. I love her voice. She was so upbeat. Oh my yeah, God. she's straight up dope. She brought us donuts, so now I'm always yeah. going to have an excellent opinion of her. For anyone wondering, they were those really good kind of old-fashioned glazed ones. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Speaking mm-hmm. of jizz. Speaking of? Yeah. <laughs> There's like dried jizz on these old-fashioned donuts. Yeah, Pam's great. She wears like... I love how like her style, she just dresses androgynous fucking jean jacket with patches on it she dresses like a mission like mission hip person so hella hip dope dude yeah i was starting out i was a bit pessimistic about it about the podcast what was that because it was at 8 a.m dude how fucking gay (laughs) is that that's a bit rough oh my god i'm like 8 a.m i'm like is the best hour of sleep your best hour of sleep is your last hour of sleep because you feel like the morning. You feel the morning. Your eyes are closed and you do feel the morning. Uh, sun coming in? You feel the sun, the dew, you hear the birds. I love the birds in the morning. Oh. Yeah, I've, I never sleep as well as I do as when I'm like snoozing my alarm. When the alarm goes off, I hit it and I just dive back into the pillows and like the blankets. Yeah. That is when I'm out like a light and it is yeah. amazing every single time. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. You're listening to the Hear Meow podcast that is with nice. Wally Sandmeyer and Paolo Picardo. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. That is a great opening. Line. That was my uh, MySpace quote when I was like 13. I thought I was the coolest. Out in 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 middle school, my my MySpace quote was "Cooler than the other side of your pillow," and my song was "Don't Sweat the Technique" by Eric B and Rakim. That's a good song. That's a. What good was your song. MySpace quote? Top. Do you guys want to talk <laughs> about our MySpace top eight guys? I made. Well, parking in San Francisco sucks. Let's talk about MySpace top eight. Well, see, I got into MySpace really late, so the day I made a MySpace... Tom, is, Tom wore a white tee, so yup, in my white tee. Yeah. Okay, you asked about MySpace. I started MySpace so late that I made Facebook on the same day, had both of them, and then just used neither. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook obviously became the big one, but yeah, like MySpace died out fast. Right. MySpace was so stylistic. Facebook is not as yeah. stylistic as You can't put theme songs on your page. What the hell? MySpace was like we were all bloggers. I felt like we were all like running a blog, like my, yeah. MySpace. I Every, felt like my top eight and all my friends were like. Uh, you have a fight with one of your friends and drop yeah. him. Like, oh well, now he's my number two. Yeah, <laughs> and then you could put music. A lot of my my best friend is uh, named Ramon Lightafaya. He's Nicaraguan, and a lot of his early music was actually shared on a MySpace music page, and it was That's cool. under the so moniker uh, Darkwater with John and Ramon. But yeah, MySpace is, oh my god, I felt, it was like hypnosis, and it was great. It was so perfect. Mm. Hypnosis? MySpace, maybe the MySpace. It was yeah. maybe Tom from MySpace as part of the Illuminati. Nah, he is. Nigga, nigga Tom's in the Illuminati. Tom with Seth. Yeah. It's, so, okay, so... He's Nap- in the Illuminati. So is the guy from Napster. From Yeah, okay, so Napster guy, I forget his name. Yeah. Tom from MySpace, Seth Rogen, and Johnny Depp. You know, this does seem like they could conquer the world. 
You're missing like the Koch brothers and Vladimir Putin, but I feel like yeah. they've got some similar kind of political sway. Sway? Yeah. Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. Mercia. Lago. Laganitas. Laganitas. Pliny the Pliny yeah. the Ballsack. <laughs> Pliny the Baller. Pliny the Ballsack. Yeah, I love Pliny. Pliny the Elder. I have no idea why. Hitachino. People freak out over that Pliny the Elder beer, and I don't get why. Yeah, it's like. I get that it's good beer, but. Yeah. Can't be that good. It's just. I don't want to talk about beer because it's a. Beer's a big topic in in the world. So you don't want to talk about it? No, I don't like beer that much. What is your drink of choice, Paulo? Totally. I like to drink to get drunk, so. Vodka vodka with a chaser <laughs> usually like my drink of choice right now is like a flask of smirnoff and some squirt soda simple it's not a bad combination if i'm getting drunk not dark i'm going with vodka oh nicer the vodka is the better i love me some dark rum rum and tequila are my favorites yeah. but i do like whiskey that's the one you can just like sip on dude, and have a glass dude. of whiskey yes but some really good dark spiced rum Ginger beer and some lime juice. That's Sailor dark, Jerry. That's a dark and stormy. That is. Oh, I love excellent. dark and stormy. Those are so tasty, and you can use alcoholic ginger beer. So you make a you make a drink out of one five one. Throw rum. some ice in there. Well, yeah, one five one rum. Yeah, ginger beer, ice, and lime, and ice. you got yourself ice a is really essential. great, super strong drink. Dude, funny story. I was getting smitten ice cream in Hayes Valley, and you got drunk. No, no, no. We'll talk more about alcohol, but I was getting smitten ice cream in Hayes Valley. Yeah. And uh, I asked the girl at the counter, I asked, hey, what's your name? Guess what she says? She said, my name's Isis. Isis. And I just cracked up laughing. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't hold a straight face. She said, yeah, my name's Isis. And I just laughed in her face. Oh, man. But anyways, alcohol, yes. Does that mean that is, that Rum. is, that is an unexpected name? Yeah. <laughs> your name is an organization of a terrorist group. That shoots people usually in Paris nightclubs. <laughs> I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, they are, they should be, we gotta. ISIS is, ISIS, ISIS, I'm not saying ISIS is cool, but they have some cool black outfits. Like, they wear the black turban, they have like black harem pants. Terrible ideology, but good style. ISIS, yeah. ISIS has, uh, they have uh, carrier sleeve black shirts. They're straight fitted. You want to know one of my favorite ISIS facts? Yeah. So this was a while ago. I don't know if anyone remembers it, but in the news, the f- one of the, some of this really far right or maybe Republican, maybe it was Fox News, they started freaking out because at one of these protests, one of these gay rights out- rallies, there was a flag and they go, that's the ISIS flag. Oh my God. And they ran it everywhere. And like the, the, the liberals and the progressives, they're, uh, they're pushing the ice, the agenda of ISIS. And this is horrible. Yeah. And they showed the flag and it was just a black flag covered in white, like white silhouettes of dildos. Holy shit. <laughs> They yeah, ISIS chills in the desert. I wish ISIS would just uh, kill everyone at Burning Man. That would be fucking great. Well, Please, no, Burning Man's cool. That's on. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna email ISIS. Be like, uh, okay, Gmail. Why Burning? I'm gonna Man? email ISIS and be like, Yo, ISIS, shoot up Burning Man. I've never been to Burning Man, but what do you have against it? I don't know. It's just uh, such a. I don't know. I don't want to talk about Burning Man. I just hope ISIS shoots it up. Why though? I, I want to talk about it. Why would you send goggles? I don't know. 
it's just like a such a destination that Burning Man is such a destination that's so unattainable because people oh, sit nice. at their computers all around the world and like the second it strikes, people say buy now, buy now, buy two tickets. Yeah, but that's not like what they do it for. Yeah, Black Rock City, Nevada. Yeah, it seems fun. I would try it. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been one event that my narrative of it lingers. Like one person goes to Burning Man and for the next year Oh yeah. It's like people, a tattoo. It's like people go to People that show off Burning Man like, oh, "Yo, I got a new tattoo on my arm." Sorry, too loud. I got a new tattoo on my arm. I'm going to tell everyone about this tattoo. That's what Burning Man is. People just like people are like, "All right, discovered my soul and my mind I, and Burning Man." I do know people like that. Or they go to Burning Man and it changes their life. Yeah, immediately they're like, "Oh, my life has changed." See, that's why I want to go cuz I do kind of I, I do think they're exaggerating. I'd it. love to go to it. It's actually founded here in uh in San Francisco, Burning Man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would love to go and see what everyone's talking about, but I don't. Ex- I don't think it's gonna be like this has changed my life. I am a new person. This is the only place I could feel like me because that would be really sad. I've never been, so I can't really talk shit about it. Yeah, but people go and say this is the only place where I can truly be me. I'm like, that's really sad. I want to be yeah. me everywhere. Yep. If you could only do it once a year, that would suck. I like more boutique festivals. Boutique. Boutique. Yeah. What uh, do you mean? You know, I've only been to like one festival, Rain Dance. So. I don't really. I, I thought I sorry sorry I'm yelling. Adam kind of Adam Zufi kind of put me onto festival culture and. That's fun. They're good the people. The music they play at those festivals, like Austin and Adam, really got me into like, uh, not f- festival culture but festival music, like bass music. You know, Cali Roots is actually going on this weekend. It's in Monterey. Who? Cali Roots. Is it's it the Monterey Jazz Festival? No, Cali Roots is California Roots. It's like a. Uh, Reggae festival. I went to it a few years ago, and that was really. Dude, we fun. should go. We should. I, I'm, I, I had I had my experience. I'm good. We can't. I camped out with two of my friends. We stayed for three days. We would just ride our bikes from our camp into yeah. Cali Roots and then back. We just we had a pound, um, no, an ounce of weed. We would just roll joints everywhere we go, and by the end of it, I was just in such a relaxed pace. I just had a, the last day of the festival. I sat alone in the back of the grass, listened to good music, had a can of chili, and read a book. It was amazing. Yeah. I love, yeah, I was with Adam and Austin at Rain Dance, and we had chili. We had chili, we had margaritas, and mm. we had hella coke and, like, acid. I love acid. Oh, you do? Dude, we should, uh, what are you doing after this, by the way? Nothing? <laughs> do you want to come over, hang out? I can't do acid tonight. We can drink. Do you want to drink some rum at my house? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Cool. Maybe. After this, yeah. Viewers, you are welcome. You are, I'm going to. I'm still hell away. I took a long nap after we had lunch in Oakland. OAK, you gonna touch it? Uh, fuck with both. Viewers, you were invited to Paulo's for an after party. He'll go just be like, tune in at PCRCollective.org. Cooler than the other side of your pillow. Please come to my house on 25th and Noriega. Oh, don't at give out your actual address. Don't give out your no, actual. No, address. I was gonna say it, but. <laughs> Don't give up. I was joking. Yeah. You could try to get people there, but then you might yeah. get overrun. Yeah. Because we all know the entirety of San Francisco listens to this podcast just waiting for that address drop to show up and wreck your place. Drop the Addy, Paolo. Drop the Addy. Watch out for the lads. Oh, the lads are going to come. 
I wonder. I wonder if that was ever passed down, like the group of just like the annoying white boys that would show up to parties and destroy houses. Like if that went from high school generation to the next high school generation, yeah. and now there's something like the laddies, or they have a slightly changed name, but still do the same shitty things. Yeah, I was in the circle of kids in high school. I know I talk about high school a lot. I'm like in college, and I shouldn't be talking about it. But I was in the group of white kids that would wear reefs to house parties and reefs are slippers that have a beer opener on the bottom of them oh i remember how those. fucking broy is that shit reefs reef slippers they're big in san diego so i had a beer corona and some white guy approaches me from like uh he's from like san carlos he takes off his slipper and puts it near my beer i'm like hey man hey back up and he opens my beer and i'm like wow that's pretty cool but douchey at the same time well it is convenient and it's kind of neat it is neat, but it's like the douchey neat. Yeah. I've seen people who have a belt, I used buckle, to have belt a, buckle opener, which is cool. I used to have a Swisher Sweet uh, thing opener on my kitchen because I used to smoke a lot of blunts. Cool. Actually, my friend smoked a lot of blunts. Yeah. Ramon, especially. Do you smoke weed still at all? Uh, still at all. Do you smoke weed? Occasionally. Nice. I it started making me paranoid and really anxious all the time. So yeah, fortunately I can't because yeah. it was just not worth it. But mm-hmm. I still enjoy it. You My just have to be in the right mindset. You can't do it every day as an adult and be like functioning. Yeah. I hate the stoners that like drive Camrys and their car smells like a uh, dryer sheets and marijuana. <laughs> like, it's a bad smell. It doesn't they, cover anything. People, just, people like ghetto stoners. They use dryer sheets to drain out the smell. I'm like, it doesn't. Work. Hey, maybe you should quit marijuana and stop using dryer sheets too. Well, what does work is breathing through the dryer sheet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a trick. That's a trick. Yeah, because that actually catches the smell. But just mm-hmm. having the dryer sheet laying there doesn't do shit. I'm going to go cop an eighth soon at the apothecarium. Just hang out. Cool. Just cop an eighth and just smoke it. I usually just keep a little bit of weed back in my place, but I barely, I think it's all old now. I just like, I end up having it, smoke a little bit, like, oh my God. And then I freak out about the color blue or something. So then I stop yeah. and I just leave it there. Yeah. But I do really like CBD. I can barely notice it, but I do notice that like... I will take one of those CBD edibles and start feeling just in a good mood for no reason. It's quite artistic. Oh, so I'm screaming in the mic. It's quite artistic. Some strains of weed, like the Nugs, they have like, it's kind of like purple. There's like crystals on it sometimes. Perp. There's little hairs. Bank. It's kind of like a cool plant. That real sticky, icky, sticky. icky, icky. Yeah. Lambo. Lambo. Yeah, dude. People have been loving weed for fucking I don't even know how long. Oh, here's a cool drug fact. Did you know... Well, this is according to the internet. Enlighten me. Yeah. Did you know... Where do you think is the best place to grow shrooms in this world? Um, I'd say Marin Headlands. I don't know. Maybe. But apparently, the best place in the world to grow magic mushrooms is Mount Sinai. The place where Moses got those Ten Commandments. Oh, Moses, yeah. So apparently, that was just like a really common thing. Apparently, psychedelics have just been a huge part of almost all major religions. How are Ten Commandments, like, did someone just send him a text message and then carve it on the on the stones? Well, what we know... We can get biblical on this funny <laughs> podcast. A little biblical story. Shall we get biblical? Let's get biblical. Let's get Let's biblical. get B.B. Jones, Bethlehem, biblical. If we get Old Testament on this, on this bitch right now, that would be savage. Messiah. <laughs> you know the Old Testament is, like, really fucked up. It's just about people dying. 
for like yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was he was not a nice god. Anyway, Mount Sinai. People th- think Moses just went up the, went up the mountain, took a bunch of magic mushrooms. Like, These are the ten laws for humanity, and came back down. Yeah, I'd love to go to Jerusalem. Is Mount Sinai in Jerusalem? I assume so. Nice. Well, Ju- Jerusalem is the city. Jewish people run the world. With the Illuminati, right? I'll run the world. Yeah. Beyonce, uh, run the world. Jewish people. The Jews and the chinks just run this shit. They run the world. I like to think it's a group effort. Like New York, Jews everywhere. Sorry, I'm scratching my nuts. New York, Jews, Chinese people. They're rich. They're awesome. Yes. That was weird. You're very into race tonight, aren't you? Racist polo. Do you want to talk about race? Cooler than the other side of your pillow. Tune in at PCRcollective.org. Yeah, racist. I don't like racist. I like precisely racist, for sure. But racist is like, I hate it when, when people say watermelon and fried chicken. I hate blacks. Yeah, that's fucked up. Or like Philip, or like Chinese chow mein, yummy chow mein. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to a yummy really, chow mein. I was recently listening to a really funny stand-up. It was Hannibal Burris. He's Dude, he's he's the shit. I love him. He is. He's so in the Illuminati. Cannibal Burris. Okay. Nigga Burris is in the Illuminati. He had one of the funniest jokes recently. He said yeah. his favorite. Oh, maybe it wasn't Hannibal Burris. I forget who it was, but I, I found him. Whoever this was, I was on like this Hannibal Burris Spotify kind of radio playlist. Yeah. And they were talking about their favorite stereotype, and their favorite was how excited black guys get when they see a magic trick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then run thirty feet away, freaking out like, "Did you just? How did he do that? Oh my god!" Yeah, and it was just so funny because that was that was a stereotype I had never realized before. And then I went on YouTube, and they were just like the most wholesome, just wholehearted, just like, "What?" Yeah, racist. It was a it was a racist stereotype, and I guess is. Could be offensive, but I can't do stand up. It's, it made me it's feel too nerve wracking. I've tried it. I've tried stand up like six times, and it it was funny, but it's just so intimidating. It's a skill. Yeah, I'd rather just podcast on this shit. My mic's dirty. My mic's dirty. Do you have any joke? Did you have a strong uh, solid five? Solid five of what? Five shumai. There's never five shumai. Well, for there's like, only four shumai in that shit. Why do Chinese people love dumplings and four? Like, why did why didn't they pick? Is four like symbolist symbolism? It's a good. Every thing. time you get a dumpling and a bamboo thing. Sorry, I'll turn it down. Uh, you get a dumpling and a bamboo shit. There's always four. Maybe it's just a good even number. Chinese people are like. <laughs> Each ni san chi. That's Japanese. You want to hear a joke that sounds racist but isn't? Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. What do you call four drowning Mexicans? Uh, let's see. Uh, agua cuatro. Cuatro cinco. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh, I was close. <laughs> you were close. Yeah. Dude, fuck! Hell, a good joke. It's, it's cuatro of, cinco. It's literally a Spanish pun. Chad ocho cinco. Dude. I got another one. Mexican? Is it a Mexican joke? No, yeah. but... I'm go gonna... ahead, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> this is actually... Okay, I'm going to switch up the vibe now. It's an anti-joke. Yeah, yeah. What's brown and sticky? A black-ass poo. No. <laughs> well, that's an alternate answer, but a stick. A stick. Tell me. It's sticky. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown and stick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Here's another good one. What do you say to a woman that has two black eyes? Niggy dubs. Nothing. You already told her twice. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, wait. That's kind of hard. I can't connect that joke. I'll, I'll repeat it. What do you say to a woman with two black eyes? I already told you twice. Oh, like leave? Like, well, I don't get it. If I explain the joke, it won't be as funny, but yeah. it is because you gave her two black eyes. You told her twice. Told it is, it her is a joke twice. about domestic violence. Oh, okay. For sure. Rehana. Oh my God. All right. Okay. We got. We got to get. We got, we're getting in back into dark territory. Yeah. We need some it's more. It's FCC. Material. It's tuning it. It's mutiny radio. It's fun. You can talk about whatever we, the fuck we ching chong ching. <laughs> ching chong ching chong ching. Yeah. Ching chong China man. Wow. Ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong. Chinese people playing ping pong. Holy shit! I'm like, slow the fuck down. Simmer down, Chinese people. Have you ever seen that video of Bruce Lee playing ping pong with nunchucks? It's oh incredible. no 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 no! He literally. Used, nice. I think it. I think it might be a hoax. Someone told me it was a, it was yeah. a fake, but he's just using nunchucks and actually beating people in ping pong. Yeah. No paddle. Backhand, forehand. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ping pong. My therapist plays ping pong. Oh yeah. But what were we talking about? We were talking about. We can switch back to jokes. Here's yeah. a here's a good one. Yeah. Would you rather? You ready? We're ready for some. Ooh, would you, you rather? Are you ready for some uh some tough which cooler rathers? than the other side of your pillow? Well, this is actually gonna be more of a press the button scenario. Would you press this button? If you press the button, you can eat whatever you want, and you will always be in perfect shape. But anytime you are eating, Nicolas Cage walks out of nowhere, sits down with you, and doesn't say anything, but he makes a variety of facial expressions while you're eating. Holy shit! Would you would you press the button? Mm. I think I would. Because I would just eat the shittiest food. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage comes out and judges like you. Like National Treasure, Nicholas Cage. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow, dude, we're we're literally broadcasting a conversation on the internet. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. Isn't it's, that what a podcast is? It's the future. Future, future shit. Would you press the button though? Who's the Who's the chef? Who's the Who's the cook? Who's cooking me the food? What? No, it's you could eat whatever. Danny food. Bowen. Danny is Danny Bowen cooking for my the food re- for the rest of your life. Whenever you eat food, you will never you will you will always be in perfect shape. You can eat whatever you want, but Nicolas Cage is there while you're eating, making facial expressions at you. It doesn't matter who's cooking the food because you can go. No, I don't want his company. No. No. You don't. No. What is the joke? It's not a joke. No. Yeah, yeah, no. That Oh, we're playing Would You Rather? Yeah, it's just... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. No. Yeah, I don't want to talk any... I don't even want to talk about more about that okay. question. Okay. Next one. Don't ask that question. Would you rather All right. have, a, have a belly button dispenser... Or would you rather have your belly button dispense ranch when you squeeze your stomach? Mm-hmm. Or have a pencil sharpener nose? I want a model nose. Model nose. I love model. I have a fucking shitty nose. It kind of looks like a fucking butt cheek. I wish I had a fucking model. If I had a model nose, I think I'd be like super sexy and hot. Just the nose. Dude, I would. I'm not going to get a plastic surgery because nose surgery is a bad rap. 
just like uh, getting killed on Facebook Live. Uh, but uh, weird connection, but okay. If I had like a like a Swedish pointed nose, I would fucking be so happy. But fuck it, it's just the nose. I just Swed- pick, Swedish nose. Your nose, you just breathe through it and pick your boogers. That's pretty much all you need it for. But people with great noses, kill it. You're gonna get a good job, and people are gonna look at you in a nice way. I feel like you need more than just a good nose. There's many things. There's eyebrows, chin, teeth, cheeks, forehead, acne. If, dude, if you have acne, just <laughs> hey, some just acne, some ac- acne I'll, sucks. Okay, acne. I'm going. I'm going on the record. Acne is hormonal, uh, so just keep watching those proactive commercials. But my best advice to you is, if you have pimples or acne, it's hormonal. You can't change that. It's like being born with with. Uh, like one leg like it's hormonal acne is hormonal you're you can't control acne with proactive you can't just use a stringent you can wash your face and it helps but you can't get rid of all of it that is true yeah acne is hormonal so that fucking sucks if you do have it mm-hmm. i think we all have had have had acne at one point in our life well Teenagers. yeah during uh adolescence for sure mm-hmm. fuck that shit i felt like a witch or like <laughs> like fucking I had acne God damn Acne Dude Hate that I hate it when you get a Like a butt pimple Those are uncomfortable You yeah. can't sit on them Without pain Just one butt pimple You just scratch it Pretty much Oh dude um, Remember Gina Hazleton In her class Oh yeah she's nice I remember one day She came to class Oh, she I, had bug bites on both of her eyelids. Oh, no. Mosquito bites. That is horrible. Dude, that sucks. I can barely see. What are the What is the likelihood of two mosquitoes biting both of your eyelids? I have no idea, but... Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Was she <laughs> camping at a festival? Was she camping at Burning Man? Or? With only her eyes exposed? Yeah. She had, like, closed eyes. But I'm like... How long do mosquito bites last? A few days. Some mosquito bite titties. No, I'm just saying girls with small titties like mosquito bite oh, titties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be really uncomfortable to get a mosquito. What time bite. is it in this biatch mutiny radio? 1125. 25, baby. Betty Bones. Betty yeah, Bones dude. went to Sarah. You went to Sarah, didn't you? I went to Surrey. Did you ever run into Barry Bonds? No. Nope. That was like World Series. Giants was like 2003, dude. What about... Oh, fuck. Why can't... Why, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You ever run into Tom Brady? Because they love talking about Tom Brady and how he's from San Mateo. Yeah. Sarah's... Sarah's fucking like... the fuck's going on? I think just passers by on the street. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking bitches on the street. Get out, bitches. Mm-hmm. Wear a tampon. Uh, you know Buzz Aldrin's from Sarah. He fucking landed on the moon. We got everyone good here, dude. He landed on the moon. That's amazing. That is that is well traveled. If there is well traveled, people are like, I went to Bali and had some coffee that came from the poop of a monkey. I stayed in a be- in a uh, in a tropical villa where I. Use my GoPro to jump into the pool. Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon. Well-traveled. NASA. He's got real wanderlust. Everyone else is just Yeah, people are like, oh, I spent some time here in London. And 
I, Buzz Aldrin is probably like, imagine if Buzz Aldrin had a vlog or like a YouTube channel. That'd be crazy. Everyone's like, dude, this guy has been on the fucking moon. What do you think Buzz Aldrin, what, what would Buzz Aldrin say if he had a YouTube channel? I don't know if he would have one because I saw this thing recently with Neil Gaiman. I don't know. He, he was saying, do you know who Neil Gaiman is? No, the author? No, no. Really good author. One of my favorites. He has written some yeah. amazing books. American Gods is my favorite by him, but Sandman's also up there. Anyway, he said he was at some kind of conference with a bunch of famous people. Jerome. Yeah. He felt like he didn't belong. He was a really accomplished author, but everyone he talked to was so powerful. They'd done all these really cool things. So he ended up staying by the bar, talking to this other guy, and the other guy was just like, yeah, I don't feel like I belong here. I haven't done too much stuff. I just went where people told me to go, and it was Buzz Aldrin. He felt like he didn't deserve Ooh. He felt like he didn't deserve any of the attention uh, and recognition and respect that he was being given. So imposter syndrome affects literally everyone. If it affects Bulls Aldrin and Neil Gaiman, yeah. Penis envy. What? I guess that's another word for it. But it's imposter syndrome. None, none of them felt like they belonged there. Everyone else was too damn impressive. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> but they did deserve to belong there. That's yeah. The crazy Who was the first guy on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Oh, Neil. Neil Gaiman, not Neil Armstrong. Neil Gaiman is the writer. Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. Yeah, dude. He was the first one to get a Burning Man ticket. <laughs> Neil, Arms, Neil Armstrong. That one, I don't know if that one's true. But we'll, we'll go with You know, going, in the, going on the moon is essentially like walking around in a pool. Yeah, weightless. It's like one-eighth of gravity, right? Yeah. Is it one-eighth? Yeah. I would love to try that, just bouncing around. I don't want to talk shit about my cousin, but my cousin Andy lives... Here's a story. My cousin Andy lives in New York, and she's 